Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I am your host Derek Hoskins and with me as always tonight is my good friend and yours Mr. Ian Torrance. We are going to talk about Moon Knight episode 5, the penultimate episode of Moon Knight on Disney+. Plus. Ian, are you excited to talk about all things Moon and Night? I do enjoy moons and nighttime, so yeah. Awesome. Oh wait. It's not that kind of night, is it? <laughs> no. I'm going to need a minute. I need okay. to regather my thoughts. Well, while you regather your thoughts, everybody listening, thank you very much for tuning in. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you like and subscribe, hit the notification bell, all the things that you do on YouTube. And thank you so much for coming to our fledgling chan- channel. Chan- chan- channel. Channel. One of these days, I'm going to be able to talk. I was doing, I did a TikTok right before we did this, and uh, I think i fumbled through thor ragnarok at least three times that's kind of hard to say it is especially when you have a, a like a stutter and a lisp which i'm constantly yes. working against thor, it's, it's ragnarok. A pain. Okay. thor ragnarok yeah especially maybe, when i'm talking trying like to that. do it. tiktok only being a minute long is a real pain um can't I mean, wait for ragnarok do, you can do three minutes but nobody's gonna watch a three minute video anyway back to the topic have you gotten your thoughts organized Go to paperweightentertainment.com, get in contact with us, let us know what you thought about this episode. Uh, Just a warning right now, we are going to be going full spoilers into Moon Knight Episode 5, and uh, let us know what you thought about it in the comments below. So, Ian, what did you think about this episode, man? Did you, uh, what, 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 what? What'd you think? Did you like it? Did you this not ep- like it? This, Did you hate this it? This episode was this episode was terrible because of how sad it made me. Like I, I watched things, I watched superhero things as an escape from reality, not to remember how sad I am. Right. <laughs> but no, it was really well done. Like it was, it was so much different from from the other episodes, which isn't a bad thing, obviously. Right. Um, it was just really sad. It got was, me in my feels. It was really Hold sad. They pulled on my sad strings. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off that. Anybody that's listened to this show for any length of time knows that I'm an easy cry. Uh, this show has not made me even tear up until this episode. Man, this one this one got me pretty hard. Um, which, again, Wait, it's not a high bar. Excuse me? You heard me. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> this one hit me pretty hard. We'll save that. We'll say that it got me to cry oh intensely. I'll choose my words a little more carefully here. Um, it was a little bit better. Yeah. So I know it's not a high bar to cross that it makes something makes me cry, but this one really did. It was uh, it was rough. It was very, very dark with its tone and with what it was dealing with. And I, I'm trying to think if we've seen anything in the MCU this dark. And I also really think that this is what Kevin Feige was talking about when he was talking about pushing the limits of Disney+. Plus. Yes, we've seen some blood. Yes, we've seen some action. But we have not in the MCU seen a verbally emotionally and physically abusive parent especially a mother that's not something you see a lot and uh this dealt with some very very deep trauma and it was it was very sad luckily there was enough humor throughout the episode and enough things going on the visuals were awesome 
that it didn't you stick with me that much. You thought it was funny when she beat the shit out of her child? How dare you? <laughs> no, but there was a very, a very good comedy bit that I want to get to here in a minute. Um, but I did cut you off. Did, what else did you want to say about the, the episode overall? Oh, dude, that, that was mainly um, my my uh, two cents on that part was on the episode as a whole was it, it was it was good. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it. It wasn't what I was expecting. Right. I was expecting more answers and less questions, but I do feel like we got a lot more questions than we did answers. We did. Get Not that they weren't trying to answer things. Um, right. I think that you and I were pretty spot on um last week mainly you i kind of piggybacked off what you were saying uh you said something about them being on a boat i said i wasn't so sure about that right um, you're right i was wrong um mm. i'll say it again mm. for say the it again that, that tasted good yeah you were right <laughs> i believe i was wrong um you know what i was wrong i, I don't believe i was wrong i know i was wrong and I said something about, I don't remember the exact quote I said, but I said something about if they were going to ride into the underworld, um, they would cross over to something and they would be judged and there'd be scales and stuff. So I, I was kind of right. Just, just, I think it was more like 2080. Well, we both had things that we thought about that we were right. And I was wrong about a lot of what, what I thought was going to happen in this episode. So, I mean, it happens. Yes, I was wrong. Speaking of which, I wanted to correct myself. Last week, we were talking about um, how Oscar Isaac's brother has been the the stand-in, the double for them while they're acting. I said it was his twin. I was mis- misinformed. That's actually his younger brother. Um, still his brother, but it wasn't a twin. I just wanted to throw that out there. I was say his younger week. twin brother by two minutes or like, <laughs> what do you mean? No, by a couple of years. But the direction that this went and the way that it jumped back and forth between what was happening with what was happening with Mark and Steven and what was happening with Dr. Harrow, quote unquote, Dr. Harrow. I loved all the scenes with Ethan Hawke. Once again, I'm so excited for, for going back to like the land of the living and seeing what Harrow is up to, but man, I'm really loving seeing this other version of him inside mark's mind i i i just enjoy there's something about it where he seems so genuine even though he's yeah. not real he really does seem genuine like yeah you know i want to i want to help you out how did you get here i took the bus like i always do <laughs> i love that steven called him flanders real ned flanders thing going on you want to call your mother here Dylan. yeah get- that scene that scene was rough you know it Get Mrs. Grant on the phone. One thing that I thought it's okay. I think she's right did, here. It's okay. She's right here. One thing I there think they did really well with that, with the whole mother being dead reveal, Please is that, that they were still able to make you feel Please bad. Her. <laughs> You're bumming me out. You're them, making me so sad. That. Quit it. That's so sad. <laughs> but what I'm impressed by is the fact that they actually made you care and made you understand why Stephen would be upset about the fact that his mother was gone even after seeing what she was doing to them as a kid. She can't answer you because she's dead. <laughs> my, mo- my mother is dead. My mother's deceased. That's a much better Stephen Grant. That's a better British accent than you did a couple weeks ago. It was, I don't know what I was thinking a couple weeks ago. I don't either. It was real bad, but it was all right. That was pretty I, good. It's funny because this one wasn't that good. This one was more New Zealand. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little Taika Waititi. 
<laughs> yes. Sounded more like Korg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So once again, I want to... Wi-Fi's down. <laughs> Good God. Once again, I wanted to say that the acting in this was absolutely incredible. Oscar Isaac, if he doesn't win a Grammy... Ethan Hawke. I'm sorry. Sir. No, I was just saying Ethan wink, wink. Hawk. The the last time that I talked about this show winning an award, I accidentally said Grammy. So I'm just gonna say it from now on. I Did know you? it's Emmys. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh yeah, they're gonna win a Grammy. I corrected myself. But either way, I think really that, just don't listen to you. You really don't you pay speak. attention to me at all. But huh. I do, I think that uh that Oscar Isaac, the per- the performance that he's putting in between these two, and I honestly think three. I think we saw Jake Lockley this episode. Um, I really do. We'll we can get into that in a really? second. I do. Um, but I really think that the portrayal, and I know I've said it every week, but Oscar Isaac is the giving the best acting performance we've had in the MCU, in my opinion. And we've had some great ones. And Ethan Hawke is doing fantastic as well, and I think he deserves every bit of credit. But the fact that Oscar Isaac is playing multiple different parts in very intense situations where we have seen, we saw Steven have a breakdown, we saw Mark have a breakdown, we saw incredible emotion on both characters' face. We saw the switching between the two characters again, you know, in the single take where when he breaks down in the street after his mom passes away and when he switches to Steven in that memory was, again, absolutely incredible. I can't get over how how good of a job he's doing. But you you mentioned Ethan Hawke. You, I'll let you continue on that. Well, first of all, you're going to have to get over it. Second of all, um, Ethan Hawke, I think he's been doing amazing. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that. And he was even better on this episode, man. He played like he played another character as well. I feel like Ethan Hawke is also playing multiple characters, just mm-hmm. like Oscar Isaac. And I don't know why I'm bobbing my head like this. I don't know what this is about. <laughs> but I stand by what I said. I think Ethan Hawke is, uh, is giving uh, Oscar a run for his money. And I think that Ethan Hawke is a very underrated actor. I say that even though I haven't liked a few of the last movies, but you can dislike Ethan, the movie uh, and not dislike the performance. He's right, a good actor, no, no matter I, what. I agree with you. I agree with you. So Ethan Hawke, I feel like is he's he's uh, he's on an uprise. He's riding that wave. He's riding that phoenix. I don't know how you ride a phoenix, but he is um, very painful. Well, and, and they're not that big, really. Um, so. What was I? Where was I going with that? Oh, he's got that movie coming out, the, yeah, the Black, Black Phone. Phone, and that one's gaining a lot of momentum. And he's apparently really good and re- really creepy and chilling in that. And I feel like uh, I feel like he's he's uh, he's done that in this uh, series as well. He's been really creepy at, at the right time. You know what right. I mean? Like I said, oh, he's yeah, charming. Absolutely. He's witty. He's charismatic. He's uh, he's he's all these things that you you just don't associate with being a villain right and then he'll do something really downright evil but he won't be like <laughs> like you know like villainous about it he's just like oh, sorry that's the way the scales tip yeah I'm i feel sorry. like he's playing i feel like he's doing his best to portray a charismatic religious leader because that's really what he the even made that is. soup yeah yeah he did off of what i can't remember the other character's name it was his recipe but i made it. um the little minstrone soup lentil lentil soup Lentil? But I, yeah. Lentil? Lentil soup. You saying pan or Pam? <laughs> but I really think that he's doing a, uh, 
a great job as portraying, like I said, a charismatic religious leader, because he, if you look at, you know, certain religions and cults over the years, over the decades that have had an impact for the negative on the people that follow them. The one thing that can be said about all of them is that they're charismatic. They're likable people. Usually they're, you know, the, what they're saying is crazy, but people will follow them because of how they say it and you know, how they portray themselves. I feel that way about you. That's why I follow you. It's fair. I'm a religious leader too. So, you know, there you go. Watch out. Everybody watch out. (laughs) All right. I want to get into some of the actual things that happen in this episode. We got to to like zoom in on you there. Yeah, I know my, my camera's doing something real (laughs) My camera's doing something real weird. Did you hire a guy? (laughs) Yeah, I got I got Asher back in the background over there, just right, working Derek, the camera. All right, Dad, up here, up here. All right, we're going to zoom in to your left. No, okay. He's okay, four. He fine. doesn't know. He doesn't know left from right yet. He's point over there. Look over there. Anyway, I want to get into some of the uh, actual details and things that went on in this show. We finally got a chance to see the origin of Moon Knight, which was incredibly accurate to most depictions of the uh, the comic character, where we got a chance to see Mark. He name-dropped Bushman, which is the, the mercenary that was leading him, which was interesting yes. and fun. Um, we got to see him at the feet of the, the Khonshu statue, and Khonshu literally taking advantage of him that, you know, Stephen calls him out. On that, saying, "Well, you know, he he, he took advantage, advantage of you." Yeah, and he was he 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 mentioned that his mind was fractured and broken, Ma. and that would make him a a nice uh, or a good fit candidate. Um, I wanted to Don't ask let you, him manipulate you? Did you have a Sorry, problem? That was Michael Caine. Uh, I know. I'm just blowing through all of this because I got nothing. I've got no witty banter left in me i'm trying i can I tell man you are so dry right tonight i'm just tired it's been a long day i will try better it's i'll okay. do better i'll do better i'll no, do better no, you no. keep we'll, it coming we'll and i'll do better we'll go ahead and end it uh, i've been i've been ian <laughs> oh that's different podcast i'm sorry okay what, what do you have for me you have something for me keep it keep said. it coming keep the banter coming i wanted to ask well, you a question because i'm curious of how this is getting how people was. i don't either how people are feeling about this i was talking to friend of the show and co-founder bob tingle earlier mm-hmm. today we were talking about the uh about the show and i said you know what did you think of this episode and he said it was all right you know i was i i, I would have liked it better you know i'm watching a show called moon night it would have been nice to actually see moon night once or twice yeah, no, I so not to cut you off, but shut up. Um, he uh, I just talked to him, yeah, before he's not outside of my window. I don't know why I pointed <laughs> right there, uh, yeah. back there. Technically, he, he was up. out there. <laughs> I guess. Um, you guys talking about Sit down. <laughs> uh, he's right, man. For a show called Moon Knight, they have not really focused on Moon Knight. Moon Knight's barely been in this series, yeah. um, so. I can't believe more people aren't actually talking about that. And he brought it up. He's like, I hope we see more of the, more of the suit. And I was like, well, okay. So last episode and this episode makes a lot of sense as to why there was no moon night. Right. Because there's no Gonju. Right. So I would imagine that Layla will go break out Gonju because that's what they're building up to. And that not only that, but he'll get the suit back eventually. Here's what I want to talk about though. What's going to happen to Stephen? 
Stop I, the boat! That broke, that Stop broke the my boat! heart. That Stop broke my heart when Stop when Stephen left. Damn boat. Stop it! Stop the boat. When when Stephen got turned to frozen sand that that was so sad because mark was even upset about it and um especially when we found out and you understand why mark and why mark is so protective of steven because you know steven was the ver- was the altar that he created to have a normal life when he couldn't right um, but you would think at so- this point in his life that he wouldn't want steven around anymore because he doesn't really need him right now however it was really sad to see like uh you know this would be the perfect time to actually get rid of steven mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to he he right i think he's i think he's grown to really love steven yeah i think as, he is as, too. as, as we well and steven have. is steven has gotten a chance to have his own life you know this is an adult that has had memories and and uh you know i know it's an alternate personality and i don't know how that is for people with with actual did but you know, this is a person that had a life that has memories and had a, a place that he lived and feelings and thoughts. So you know, it was sad. It was we were we were losing a character, but it was foreshadowed from the first episode. Do you remember it? In the very first no. episode, when he's talking to the little girl in the museum, she looks at him and I want to know what's going on here. And she asks him, are you are you disappointed that you weren't? How did they that you weren't permitted or that you didn't that you weren't invited or however it was? Are you disappointed that you didn't end up in the field of reeds? And he says, well, I couldn't be. I'm not dead. And then that gets cut off. The, the conversation gets cut off. So I want to know if they I there still could be all kinds of weird stuff happening with this season, with this show in general. Because the very fact that it was it was talked about in the first episode by somebody else telling him that he didn't get in, that he didn't make it. And then we see it in this episode that he didn't make it. Mark did, but Steven didn't. So I don't know what they're doing there. I don't know if they're just trying to screw with my head because it's working. It's working a lot with this show. Every time that they jump back and forth, it was exciting and jarring at the same time. And I loved it. Every time they jumped from one room to the other, or when they jumped back to Dr. Harrow's office, loved it. I loved it all. All right. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, so Steven being being frozen in sand was sad, especially because he got his hero moment right before that. You know, he he actually He became a badass yeah, for a minute. You can do it, Mark. You, if you can do it, that means I can do it. And then he was. He was tearing into those guys. And he saved Mark. He did save Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about that. What is it? I don't remember now. It, it lost. It left me. It lost me. It lost me. It lost me. Um. With, all right, I'm going to go ahead and get into the Jake Lockley situation. So we still haven't seen Jake Lockley. There has been multiple, multiple, multiple hints that hints. he is there. A lot of hints that he's there. In this episode, there's a scene where Mark is talking to Dr. Harrow. I think it's right towards the beginning. I don't. Well, I can't remember. It's right at the beginning or... After he does his whole face slappy thing, he doesn't want to remember. Either way, one of the times that Mark is talking to him, 
he's got a cut across his nose. He's got a specific bruising on his face. that looks a lot like Jake in some of the Jeff Lemire comics, like a lot like the character of Jake Lockley. Mm -hmm. And when he stops and looks at Dr. Harrow and says, you're not a doctor, he's got a New York accent. It is not Mark Spector's voice. And it's only for a split second. It's only a split second, but it was there. Also, when you see Mark become Steven for the first time, right before his mom busts in the door, if you go back and look at that scene again, it's really quick and it may not be there. It might not actually be happening. But, you know, this is just a, a theory that I think that I saw or I, I kind of noticed and I'm, I'm, you know, working on a theory and there are some other people that have mentioned it online. Right when the mom busts in the door, you can see Steven do the same eye blink that Mark did when Steven showed up, when he switched from Mark to Steven. And so I think that Jake was in here and I don't know if they're going to bring him in or not. Like, I don't know if they're just throwing that in there as an Easter egg for fans, but I, I 100% think we actually saw him in this episode that that was him when he was like trying to leave the, the hospital. He stood up when he had like the pyramid in his hand. I think that that was Jake. What do you think? Am I crazy? No, I noticed it too. I wouldn't say I noticed a New York accent, but I definitely noticed it was a different voice from what they were using. And I was kind of wearing what the cuts and everything were and the vintages. I thought that was kind of random. Mm-hmm. I did not know that was from a comic uh, uh, run though. Yeah. Yeah, somebody did a side by side online. It was it was pretty close. I mean, it wasn't exact, but you know, there's a, a very specific some panels where he's got a bandage across his nose and specific bruising under the eye that was really similar to what Mark had in those scenes. So I don't know. I'm I really hope that they do something with that character. I don't know that they're going to have time to because we only have one episode left still. Why the short episode runs, I will. I, I cannot understand. I know that it's a budget thing. I get it. I get that they're they're doing big budget shows, but it's harder to tell a longer story in a short amount of time. Like I know. Had- I know, and it's it it bums me out because I'm enjoying the show so much. Like this episode, I don't love as much as the first two or the first three, Ooh, really, because episode four was the first one that I was like, yeah, it was okay. I didn't love it. It was okay. Um, I like this better than episode four, but it wasn't as good as those first three to me. So it went, it had a small dip and it's going back on an upward swing that I'm hoping that it's able to maintain that uphill climb into the the final episode. But it just, the, the episode count bums me out every time I think about the fact that we're almost done with this show. The next week's it. And then we're, we're all done. And I'm really hoping that it doesn't fall into the trap that all the other Disney plus shows has where they have to rush through and cram everything into the season finale. I'm really hoping that it doesn't do that. What do you, do you have faith that it's going to be able to get through the story that it's trying to tell? Or do you think it's going to be rushed? Like the other ones have been, I think it's going to be rushed. I, I don't see how it couldn't be unless this was like a two hour finale type thing, which would only be like that 45 minutes, but I don't think it's going to do that. In my opinion, I don't think it's going to be like that at all, which yeah. I mean, they probably should. I mean, you agree, right? Like it should definitely be a longer episode with it being the finale. Yeah, I think it should. They haven't done that. Will. They haven't done no, that. They haven't. That hasn't been their, 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 the it history of their Disney MO, Plus. But, but at the same time, like 
it's like you can't you can't tell this story in a short amount of time and then have right. like, oh we got one more episode left what about all this stuff happening we're gonna get to it <laughs> like are we though like right you know how, how, how could we how, how how could we get through all that i think it's going to be like episode three like i said before how episode three just started off and all of a sudden they're in egypt and he's chasing these guys and why is he chasing these guys we don't know we still don't know what's going on right who knows yeah we still Plus, don't know that on a horse so and we're gonna have to deal with everything happening with harrow and get a, a confirmation of whether or not steven's really gone and find out what's going to happen with Konshu. And find out what's going to happen with Layla. And, you know, there's a lot that they have to do and they're going to have to, because like, let's see what we're set up with right now. They have to free Kanju. They have to get Mark, you know, out of the afterlife. They have to possibly rescue Steven. If that's going to be something they're going to do, they have to stop Harrow from raising Amit or re-imprison her. If he's already broken her out, if he's already, resurrected her because they were talking about when they were in the in the ship at the end all the souls that were being judged before they were supposed to be like thousands at a time they said um or she said so they're gonna have to do all that in probably 45 to 50 minutes like you said it's gonna be bang 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 it's gonna be real quick i I know and it's a bummer that they do that and i'm not saying that i haven't enjoyed all of the series finales or the season's finale what you're saying all of them have been great, but all of them have been rushed. I loved WandaVision's finale. You know, it had that great vision on vision fight. I love Falcon and Winter Soldier's finale. It had a great vision on vision. That's right. Had a lot of stuff, especially John Walker's character. He got a lot to do in the finale. Um, Loki's finale was great. We got to see, you know, He Who Remains got our first look at Kang. The Hawkeye season finale was great. A lot of fun with all the all the action. You know, we got to see Kingpin actually do a fight. But all of them were rushed, and I hope that this one, even if it's rushed, can still be enjoyable like the other ones were. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention that we didn't talk about: uh, there's been a lot of talk online, especially with the Jewish community, of concern that they were not going to portray Mark Spector as Jewish, which he is canon- canonically in the in the comics. And um, they finally there did was a real quick nod to that. Though. Right. There was a real fast one where you could kind of see the star of David on his neck. He had a necklace on like, I think the first episode or the second episode where it was real fast. And then this one, they actually, I mean, at the, when his brother died, you saw the rabbi there. Um, and then of course they had a, a Shiva for his mother, which I'm not going to pretend. I know exactly what that is, but I know it has something to do with, with um, the Jewish culture. You know, Mark was wearing a yarmulke. His father was wearing a yarmulke. So they officially had him had him be a Jewish He beat character. the shit out of that yarmulke. Too. He did. He did. And then when he breaks down and, and says, I'm sorry, and he's holding it to his chest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This this freaking episode, man. They just they just wanted me to cry. And, of course, I had to watch it twice because I watched it once by myself and then once with Allie. And I had another good cry when I watched it the second time. Okay. Did you? The other question I wanted to ask before we start to get ready to wrap up, because I know these are these Moon Knight episodes have been really short, the review episodes, because there's just not as I, even though there's so much going on in the episodes, I feel like there's not as much discussion to be had, and I don't want to draw it out, but I also don't want to only be on here for ten minutes. But I wanted to ask you, why do you think Marvel has decided? that they want every movie and show in phase four 
to be depressing. Because think think about it. What do you what do you mean? Think about it. WandaVision. It's all about grief. All of it. Falcon and Winter Soldier. You're dealing with all of Bucky's nonsense and all his grief and all his his trauma that he's going through. Black Widow, you're dealing with the family trauma that she had to deal with of being separated, being raised as an assassin, trying to save all these other people. All of the things that went into that, all the trauma and family drama. Shang-Chi, it's a it's a family drama about a father and a son and about the, you know, his mother was killed. Hawkeye. You're dealing with with Clint's hearing loss and him trying to get back to the family. That's the the lightest one out of all of them, but it was dealing with some sad true, moments. True. Um, the uh, Eternals, all sad. Like the whole freaking movie, you're dealing with what what Sprite's going through, with what Thena's going through, with all of the characters, everything that they're dealing with. It was all sad, all trauma, everything. I mean, all of these things are great. I'm enjoying all of them, but it feels like this entire phase so far has been about grief and dealing with trauma because also, you know, no way home. You're dealing with, with everything that Peter has to deal with, with people, the fallout of Mysterio learning about who he is or Mysterio telling everybody who he is. And, um, and then of course that ending where he decides to make everyone forget about him, you know, it's all, all of these projects have been somewhat depressing in some way or another. You know, I never really Loki, of, Loki, of course, you know, Loki, where he's he had multiple scenes in that show where he is just in tears and you're just looking at the, the sadness that this character has gone through in his entire life. So anyway, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, you're, you're fine. You said you'd never you hadn't noticed it. I didn't. You brought it up and now I'm very depressed. Yeah. Why does Marvel have to do that to us? Why do you have to do that to me? And to be fair, I guess they kind of started at the end of phase three. I mean, you had Infinity War, Endgame, and then yeah. Far From Home. <laughs> like Infinity War, I watched we we watched Infinity War today with the with my kids, and uh, that was a trip. That was a lot of fun. Claire really wanted to watch it, um, and then <laughs> everybody else just kind of got stuck watching it with her. <laughs> Oh. All the other kids, not me. I was enjoying it, but I had to have the four-year-old on my lap because he was just like, "What's happening to Spider-Man?" <laughs> the seven-year-old was hiding behind the couch because she didn't want to watch it. <laughs> I might, I may have traumatized my children today, but that's all right. They'll get over it. They'll watch Endgame. It had and to happen. Fine. It had to happen. Sometime. They'll they'll watch Endgame, and everybody's going to come back, and then they just have to see, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers for a three-year-old movie. Sorry, guys. Oh, Can you believe that Endgame came out three years ago? No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Hmm. Makes you feel old. Makes you feel real old. Um, I wanted to say, or I wanted to give you an opportunity to say anything that we haven't talked about about this episode because I uh, I've said everything that I want to. It was depressing and uh, great all at the same time. I want to spin off of Tarouette because she is a delight. Something about that big hippo woman got us. And then the really cutesy voice that she had was, was fantastic. I got one thing. Go. I love you. I love you too, buddy. I've got two things. Um, Can he not just reimagine and like remake Steven though? Because like, if you think about it, it's like, it's judging, like it's judging the man right which would right. The, like the soul would solely be 
Mark. So I thought it was kind of weird that Steven was there in the first place. So I would think that like he could just he could just reimagine Steven and re- recreate him all over again, especially with their bond and how, how he's older and more mature right. and like he he clearly has the strength to, to do it. Um, so I th- I would think he could just reimagine Steven because honestly, like I don't think this character works without Steven. And what I mean is Mark Specker would be fine, but there's no way Jake and Mark are going to be fine, just the two of them without Steven, in one man's opinion. Right. I think it depends on what they're going for when they said soul. Because soul and spirit get used interchangeably a lot of times when they're Again, actually two real different quick, things. Disclaimer, we are stating our opinion on absolutely nothing on a fictional Um, show not on actual did by the way (laughs) we are not did experts we don't pretend to know too much about the disorder and i just wanted to throw that out there while we give our possibly ignorant opinions go ahead yes yeah and i'll I'll reiterate that this is 100 dealing with the fictional world that this show has created not with the actual disorder itself um so if anybody that is that knows what they're talking about anybody that actually has this disorder if you come across this video or you come across this podcast please let us know tell us you know we, we would love to learn more about how this how this works um because we don't know you know neither of us are psychologists sure. neither of us are experts on on you know emotional we're trauma we're just right we're just talking about in the fictional world that they've created for this show so what i would say to your question is it depends on how they're determining Steven's character in this show. Because like I was saying just a moment ago, there's a difference between the soul and a spirit. Hmm. If you're looking at it from most philosophical views, a lot of times people say soul and spirit interchangeably when they're actually two different things. The spirit would be who you are, like the idea, especially in Christianity and, and Judaism and some other like Abrahamic religions. Um, the spirit is who you actually are. You live in a body. So the body is just the one that c- keeps you here on this earth. And then your soul is actually your mind, your will and emotions. And so if they're, if they're treating it that way in this show, then Steven's soul is an individual thing because he has his own mind that he thinks his own willpower and his own emotions that go along with it, including his own memories. And so if they're doing that and Steven is a separate soul, then Steven's soul is stuck there. I don't think that Mark would be able to bring him back just by simply recreating what happened to, to manifest him again. Sorry. All I could think of is that episode of the Simpsons, mom's soul, dad's soul, <laughs> Maggie's soul. <laughs> that is the episode where Bart sells his soul to Millhouse. You said soul a lot. So that's what it I did me. say soul a lot, but yeah, I, I do. If they if they treat it the way that I think that they're treating it, I think that Stephen is stuck there. The essence of who Stephen is, the the mind and the the soul of Stephen would be stuck there. Um, or right. they could just, right. or they could do the Disney ending, and Stephen could just pop back up and be like, "No, Mark got out, so I got out too. We're in the same body." They could do that. I think it would cheapen it because that ending for Steven is really it wouldn't make any sense yeah. right and also if they're going to make Jake if they're going to bring we keep talking about Jake like he's for sure in here they they haven't said anything about him they've hinted at it I think we saw him here but if they do bring Jake into the show he's probably going to be the hyper violent one 
that we've been seeing oh, yeah. murdering these people. Um, and if he is that hyper violent one, I think you're right. Mark and Jake would not work well without that that anchor of Stephen, who is the actual good man that is just trying to do the right thing. Um, Layla certainly isn't getting back together with Mark. She might get back together with Stephen, although that was a real awkward kiss last week. Super awkward kiss. So yeah, yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with with Stephen and Mark and whether or not they bring in Jake next week. Because that's it, folks. Next week is our last episode of Moon Knight. Paperweight Entertainment. No, not Paperweight uh, Entertainment. No, no, new, no, new. No. We will be around for a while. You're going to be yes. stuck with us for a very yes, long time. Will. A Let very long just... time. <laughs> Next week we announce, oh, a long time was a week. Paperweight Entertainment's done. <laughs> We're <laughs> so tired. We're so tired. We're done. We're done. We've done this over a year. We're done. Um, take a little break. About three years. All right. Well, with that, I think we've wrapped up our thoughts on the show so far. Looking forward to next episode. Hope that they can they can stick the landing in a way that they haven't necessarily with the other Disney Plus shows. And then as soon as we get done talking about it next week, we're going to go see Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. And I cannot wait. So next week, uh, we will be having our finale of Moon Knight. Possibly a special show. We will let you know about that one. And uh, and also coming very soon, hot off the heels of that, our review of Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. So make sure that you follow us on whatever podcatcher you're listening to us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, check us out at PaperweightEntertainment.com and on all of our social media. We are at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thank you guys very much for listening to us ramble tonight about a show about comic books. It's been an absolute blast to talk about this stuff, especially today, which is National Superhero Day. We didn't even discuss it. So happy Superhero Day to everybody on the day that we're recording this. When we release it tomorrow on Friday, it won't be anymore, anymore but whatever. Happy National Superhero Day to you, Ian. Happy National Superhero Movie to you too, Derek. That was really <laughs> hard for me to get through. Happy sure- National Superhero. Like I said, make sure that you like and subscribe. Follow drinking. us on all of the uh, social medias. If you haven't yet, rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And uh, also, I didn't plug it last week. Make sure you check out the merch store. And uh, we're still doing our giveaway on Twitter. We are giving away a Paperweight Entertainment t-shirt. We're trying to get to 500 followers on Twitter. I think I'm going to pass that on TikTok before we do on Twitter. So if you listen to us on TikTok, if you follow me on TikTok, make sure you go over and follow us on Twitter. You got a chance to win a shirt. With all that out of the way, Thank you guys very much for Ian. I have been Derek. This has been the paperweight entertainment podcast, and we will see you next time.